0: when it seems that God's promises aren't working for us. Maybe we've claimed the promise that no plague will come near our dwelling, yet COVID-19 still struck. As a young pastor, I contracted a bad case of mono, but I was old enough that doctors didn't consider that this was my problem. In the last two years, it feels like mono has come back, although that's not what it is and the chase has been on again to learn how to apply the Word of God to a very persistent disease. Today we're going to again seek to make sense out of the hard times when our relief doesn't come according to our expectations. God has answers that sometimes are only given like rungs in a ladder. We accomplish certain small steps as He leads us until we get to where He wants us to be when god's promises don't seem to be unfolding for us and our faith starts to shake us instead of relieving us god hasn't left us nor is he against us he's taking us deeper into his plan for our lives in many cases today we're going to take a glimpse into what that looks like i've often wondered is sin my problem or is god working on an area of purity down deep where i just need to focus on him and let his work be completed Or is my faith just weak? Am I being deceived? When either sickness or other life trials take deep roots in our lives, one of the last things that we need are platitudes about healing, restoration, or the latest medical rabbit holes to run down. I learned a long time ago that when we're in a valley that feels like Job's, or when we feel the shadow of Death's Valley creeping over our lives, What we need is a clear word from God, not a possibility or a biblical principle that doesn't apply. Healing and other types of restoration of our lives will sooner or later take a deeper direction than the mere outward symptoms that we're facing. That's why it's vital to look at more than the freedom from only outward symptoms. It's important to realize that the trial is seldom about the trial itself. Just as a headache could be anything from nausea to a brain tumor to stress to an allergy, so our physical symptoms may have any combination of physical, emotional, and spiritual roots. Deliverance seldom takes the track of merely needing faith for deliverance, but it does start with believing that God is a deliverer. A lifetime of seeking God for healing and other miracles has left me realizing that it would take a long time to answer the question that we're addressing today in a mere 10 minutes. But I will tell you that God's best way of healing us begins with seeking a greater area of faith in Him as Lord over all of our life, and knowing that this proceeds to a greater area of surrender to Him than we may have ever dreamed. Until we come to the place where who He is to us is greater than what we want Him to give us, we may hang up our healing for a very long time. God is after far more than mere physical deliverances in our lives. There's a place in God where peace in the storm is required before He gives us deliverance from the storm. It's a place where we may genuinely cherish the presence of God more than the strength of the body that we live in. There comes a time when he'll want us to live in the faith that allows us to rejoice in his life in us to the extent that nothing external will rob our joy. I'm thinking of Stephen who was stoned to death while he beheld the glory of God, or Saul who sang in prison after his beating, or Peter who slept in prison after the death of James and he knew that he was next. There's a place where Jesus wants to develop a faith that has peace because all that we have has been surrendered to him and we fear no loss. It's far easier, you see, to believe for deliverance when that release from physical captivity is not necessary for us to have peace or hope. Faith that pleases God, instead of being a requirement to please us, will activate a power within that defines great liberty. And such is the liberty that gives us power over this world and its many impurities. It's very difficult to overcome sin if physical relief is our inner expectation before we will walk in spiritual victory. When I was sick for a very long time, God told me to grow in faith for healing. So I sought Him very diligently for many weeks. One of the primary issues that He led me to was rest, Inner rest. The part of the 23rd Psalm that says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, brought me to simply focus on. He makes me to lie down. I needed an inner rest that needed to be accomplished before my body would be healed. For I needed to learn how to keep from getting depleted physically by striving too much mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I needed him to lead me beside still waters. Waters that were turbulent within, more so than without, needed to be cast aside. When the wick in an oil lamp starts to run out of its supply of oil, the light gets dim. It starts to smell and smoke and eventually loses its effectiveness. That's what the Lord showed me when he began revealing that my healing would require rest in the inner man and more of the oil of the Holy Spirit and less expended energy of the carnal man. A few years ago, the Lord gave me the word that people often lose effectiveness in their anointed gifts because they're trying to carry the anointing of God in a carnal cup. Carrying the anointing in a carnal cup, that's an interesting concept in light of what just happened as I was sharing this podcast with you. You may have heard in the background the noise of a long freight train that typically goes by here and they're a couple miles long and and they travel fairly slow and it takes a long time for them to pass and i just have to 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 stop the podcast until they've passed and that's maybe one of god's divine hints to me that i need to be patient just rest and be tranquil in my spirit and and Oftentimes, life situations come up to refine that and purify that, and you just experienced one of them for me. But it is true that we often lose effectiveness because we're trying to carry the anointing of God in a carnal vessel. He wants to get the motivations and energies of the flesh purged out so that a new purity in the Spirit can sustain His life within us. Without that, we not only will lose some of the power of our spiritual gifts, but we will also lose much of the power that we ought to have over sin. Today I'm having to relearn some of the valuable lessons of my youth through my own forgetfulness. Healing of the body is often preceded by inner healing of the soul. The symptoms of weakness in the spiritual man manifest in many physical ways. But the weakening of the physical man can manifest in a strengthening of of the spiritual man, then when our spirit is strengthened again, it can quicken or make alive the natural man as Paul teaches in Romans 8. This is part of God's refining, purifying process of the cross, and it's something that God, I believe, does constantly to keep us safe and effective. I found that the best way to be kept in the perfect peace of God is knowing and yielding to His ways. And then just letting his word wash over my soul until I am clean and peaceful again. He said to all who are weary and laboring, come to him and rest. For he is meek and lowly of heart, and we will find rest for our souls. Rest for the body, mind, and emotions is critical and will take the pathway of the cross by faith. I am crucified with Christ, Paul said. Nevertheless, I live in the flesh by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. I'm personally a very intense person with an attitude that demands professionalism in the things that I undertake. I brought it into my adult life, and it was honed by a demanding military experience where failure just was not an option. I then brought that into a prophetic ministry where I saw things in the Word and the Spirit from a precise, no-nonsense approach. However, that would often cause a burnout from my own lack of obedient rest. Through it, I've had to learn the reality that sometimes outward healing takes a surgical work on the inner man where peace and spiritual rest is essential. Too often we beat ourselves up when it seems that God is not bringing us what we think our faith should be accomplishing. That's why my example is just one of many principles of healing to show where we may need to let our faith bring us close alongside of the Lord's presence in us so that he may guide us in his perfect will. Healing often is a process that first refines not only our faith but our outlook, our expectations, and our motives until we find a greater power over the carnal man within. Along that journey, Please know this, Jesus is always with you and for you, working in you, especially when you think he's fed up with your life. He is always desiring to give you peace along the way. There are times when God has determined that it's time for us to walk in our own faith in a more mature level. That means, other people won't have our answer, and they won't be our source of help, or our object of blame. He's saying, I've given you what you need to walk this out, in your own faith. Seek me, until you find the strength that you need. You see, the road is sometimes hard by God's design, and he knows that you will finish well.